0: Well, I know you've heard it said many times lately, but the development of technology is really staggering, isn't it? We have air-conditioned domes, stadiums, instant TV from anywhere on Earth, and even men on the moon. Boy, things are changing so fast you wonder what's going to be left that's comfortably familiar. But well, we have a hunch that some of the really good old things, the simple natural things that make life comfortable, will stay with us right into the 21st century. Take a good cold beer, for instance. There's no way they're going to find a substitute for that. And when it's brewed the slow, natural way with soft water, the way Bergie is, well, there's just nothing in the universe that could be more refreshing. Bergie's a comfortable kind of beer. Easy to drink, easy to stay with, glass after ice-cold glass. So when you get the feeling that the world is moving just a little too fast for you to keep up with, why not take time out? Open a cold, wet can of Bergie and think about the good things that don't change. Bergie's one of them. Easy-going, comfortable Bergie.
1: It's a good thing to hang on to in this ever-loving,
0: ever-changing world.
1: Light up for lucky, it's baseball time. Be happy,
0: go lucky. It's
1: Cavi time.
0: Settle back in your chair.
1: There's baseball in the air right now. It's Kevvy time. Welcome back to Kevvy's Country Breakfast the baseball podcast that examines expert perspectives combined with veteran on-field experience and cutting-edge analytical data, and then goes, What? I like when the ball goes boom-boom and my beer goes chug-chug. You wouldn't want us to go in that direction now, would you? You're the type of sicko fuck freak that can only get off hearing the breakfast boy toys incessantly rambling about Moises Alou pissing on his hands in a feeble attempt to relieve calluses. And we'll do so with the unbridled confidence of a hot chick starting a tarot card reading side business. My name is Kev Sheeler, alongside my podcast life partner, an Italian missile with a blazing fastball known to occasionally clip the high 40s, Chunky Chunky Choo Choo, Mr. Kevin Cincholo. How are you doing, Kevin Cincholo?
2: I'm doing great, Kev. How are you?
1: I'm doing wonderful. I mean, this—we uh, were just a couple of months ago, nobody's and now we've exploded on the podcasting, eh? number one on iTunes. Everyone's been—I can't go anywhere. I'm getting incredible getting my numbers,
2: incredible numbers, incredible downloads,
1: incredible numbers. I'm getting my paintball gun repaired. You know what I mean? I'm, i am you i know—I'm at Sergeant Splatter's Paintball Emporium in Mississauga. People are going—I'm like—they're giving me a standing ovation when I walk in, right? I'm getting pet food for my iguana. They're going nuts. It's just what, if they want a piece of me, they want a piece of the podcast. And it's quite frankly, it's about time. I mean, the world's caught on to my brilliance. And we're going to win a Webby
2: baby, a Webby. We're nominated.
1: Cats out of the bag. We're nominated for a Webby. (laughs) That's Uh, right. It's an honor. You know what I mean? It's us and Barry Davis head to head. And uh, he's, Hashtag fuck Barry Davis. That's that's trending because I've started that as well. Um, it's it's nuts and it's it's incredible and it's and it's also it's it, people you admire, peers reaching out to you. You know what I mean? Joe Rogan sends me this beautiful edible arrangement in the mail, filled with elk meat and like, you know hormone supplements, and it's just like such an honor. And then Jezebel wrote a, a glaring review of the podcast, and I quote: "Kevin Contrullo and Kev Shuler's voices are so soothing and sexy." Are you sure it's not an aquatic-based program? Because my pussy's been gushing like a gorge. It's nuts, and it's just it's it's a it's a ride, it's a rush, and I'm part of it. And and it's and you, it's to do it with you control is such an honor. I you have you have a child, new child on the way. That's Congratulate twins. Thanks that's so nuts. much, man. I, I that's that's so great. You. You went over. You went to Thailand. You get impregnated, and you know it's nuts. And uh that's that must have been wild. The sexual intercourse, but also just the feeling of bringing children into this world. I love it, and I love that your wife's on board. To have you know that just you know, you know another part of the happy Country Breakfast family. It's wonderful, and. um and that's a great thing, and we're taking all the credit. You know, everyone we're in limousines, we're in champagne, caviar, nuts, party till four a.m. with you know Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Devin Sawa, all the elites, and it's that's been a ride. But it's not, it's it's not just us, right? It's not if we're really calling a spade a spade, we're calling the kettle black. We have another person on the podcast that we owe a lot to, and it's 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 our brother. You know what I mean? It's, he's behind the scenes. He's but you know, he's the drummer, but that doesn't mean he's not, you know, he's not keeping the rhythm section pumping. <laughs> um he's a hero of mine, and he's a brother, and I would do anything for him. If he if had hepatitis, just as a show of my love, I would bottle his blood, I would spritz it all over my face, and I'd say thank you, sir. Can I have another? He means everything to me, and I would do anything for him. Uh Mr. Dave Smith Hayes is behind the mic. Dave Smith Hayes, how are you? Hey, hey, Kev. I'm 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 actually not doing too well,
0: man. Uh my my sister was just in a car accident unbelievable, yeah.
2: unbelievable.
1: what the f- <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? The I fuck is
2: this?
1: I did not want it to have a microphone. Oh my fucking! What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my! You fucking, do you believe this shit? Unbelievable! No, this is this is. Oh my! I fucking told you. He's fucking talking more than you, I am. Man. Unbelievable! Oh my God. Let me ask you. This, let me ask you this, you fucking twerp. What's this podcast called? It's Kevy's Kevy's
0: Country Breakfast.
1: Yeah, it's Kevy's Country Breakfast. It's a crybaby day, boo-hoo, power hour, all right? Save that shit for your other four terrible podcasts you do, all right? You fuck. This is the real show, okay? 21 downloads on iTunes. 21. That doesn't come overnight. You know, and I, I take him under my wing. You know what I mean? He's just this little pussy, little, little, little pipsqueak, and I do everything for him. You know what I mean? I invite him on our show, right? That's a huge moment. That's on a resume. All right? That's a, that's a stepping stone to superstardom, and he fucks it up like this, Tincholo. It's unacceptable. It? Can
0: you believe not me? Acceptable. would
1: do it? No, it's not. It's, and, I, and, you know, and it should be an isolated incident, but the reality is this could not be part from the You
0: course, think we give
2: right? a fuck For about his shit. sisters?
1: Oh, uh, you're looking at my clarinet on me because I titty fuck you right now while playing Hot Cross Buns, Okay. All right, so what we're going to do, and we're going to be a fucking happy family. I'm going to do, uh, crying. Okay, we're going to do this intro again, okay? I'm going to intro you again, and you're going to fucking behave, all right? You're going to fucking play ball, all right? Fuck! So delete this. Delete this shit. What the fuck you do all day? Uh, use Adobe or whatever the fuck. From the premiere. I don't give a fuck. Delete it. Get the fuck off. Get up. Get the fucking delete it. Press it, all right? I'm going to use a fucking second of this, and I'm going to intro you again, and you're going to behave like a fucking human being, like a fucking man. Okay. Okay and, and and obviously Kevin chincholo and I are central focus of this podcast a beautiful podcast something that's you know we're we're brother in arms and we're happy to be here together but there's another person behind the scenes that I would do anything anyway. there's another person behind the scenes who's like a brother to me he's like family he needs anything in a heartbeat I give it to him and I this podcast would not exist without his presence ladies and gentlemen the man who deserves all the credit in the world that I would do anything for, Mr. Dave Smith-Hayes. Dave Smith-Hayes, how are you doing? Hey, guys, it's so good to
0: be on this show right now. Thank you so much for, uh, for bringing me into the fold here. I'm really looking forward to this episode.
1: Thank you so much. We're excited to talk about baseball, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Kevin's Country's Breakfast. This is a Hot Dog Wonder I-Star Roger Center. So much to get into this week. I can't we have a jam packed app. Uh I'm very excited. We have the raw dog of baseball telling it like it is, telling it like it used to be, telling it like it should be back. Mr. Greg Zahn is gonna join us later in the app.
2: Beep and beep, I can't wait beep, to beep, beep, beep.
1: No. No, no, no way. No, it... no. is it? No. Really? Uh, oh, no. 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 Do you that's happening right now? No, let's try this again. No, 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 no way. <laughs> no, don't do it. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no way. Ah, no, no, uh, uh, no way. Nah. Uh, no way.
2: Nah. Uh, no way. No.
1: It's the Dennis Eckersley being a Wiener alert siren going off.
2: What did he do now, uh, Kev? What did he do now?
1: Dennis Eckersley, of course, who is as attention starved as a 26-year-old white girl who exclusively dates shitty dudes pretending to be bisexual during Pride Month is back in the news. And, you know, when he's not getting his tits slapped around by Kurt Gibson in the 1988 World Series or by Roberto Alomar in the 1992 ALCS, he likes to dip into the broadcasting world. He likes to dip his tongue in there, dip his toe in there, get his shit dipped. And he uh, this week this week past weekend had some choice words from the a great a great pitcher having a lot of fun playing the game of baseball, Mr. Marcus Stroman. And that uh, didn't really sit well, considering the hypocrisy of his own antics on the man himself. Yeah, I mean,
2: like he his he was well known to like stare at dugouts, uh, fit pump his fist after strikeouts. He was ex- do- he was a white yeah, guy he,
1: guy. <laughs> yeah, he was doing exactly what Stroman's doing. Well, I liked it when he did it with my skin color.
2: Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I, I, it's,
1: well, Strowman itself didn't even take it into racial mode. Strowman was like, if I was pitching for the Red Sox, he probably would He would have loved it. He would have loved it.
2: I love the enthusiasm. It's ridiculous. Yeah,
1: it's it's. Un- Absolutely unbelievable, and in in a world where you're trying to figure out how do we get kids to track this, how do we get you know inner city black kids to be in the game, how do we get inner city you know like anyone to enjoy the game of baseball? I know, let's have a 64 year old former pitcher dictate the rules of fun on the mat. It's it's very boring. This conversations happened you know thirteen thousand. Yeah, times. and I'm and and I mean baseball
2: any. is like struggling to get young people involved and get and and it's struggling with ratings. There's nothing more than you want to see is than. Seeing the players have fun, and you know what? This old man is just taking it away from him. He's just just souring on a, a good note. It's 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 unacceptable.
1: Yeah, you're trying to attract kids. I was watching a game recently. It was like I believe it was like the Jays playing the Padres. This was a couple of weeks back, and at one point, I think Sogard's got the day off, and he has his hat. He's alternating his hat, and they cut to him. It's like a six four game, right? It's in like the seventh inning, and Buck Bernier's like, oh altering his hat, uh, getting that right size down. And they're both talking about it. I'm like, why aren't kids into this?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so silly.
1: Fucking idiot kids. Why can't you just drink and talk shit and like this game? So I get it. I uh, I do get it. But, uh, you know, let them kids play. So like, I, I, I realize you're one of the only pitchers to do, like, a 20-game like wins and, like, also 50 saves. So, like, please don't hurt me. And now it's time for Davey's Hot Corner. Davey, what do you got? I want to talk to you guys
0: about fan etiquette.
1: Okay, All right. What about it? What, what can't you do? What can you do? What fucking drives you not so?
0: I think the
2: first thing that comes to mind is like when you see fans reaching over uh, like the third or first base stands and grabbing a ball.
1: Right, and they—it's distinctual that they're gonna—they're gonna get it. I usually get pissed off because usually, you know, it's casual fans that don't give a shit about the sport, and they're just there because their parents are rich and they have like a condo and a and they've got hooked them up with good seats from their asshole, you know, uncle lawyer, and then they're sitting there and they fuck up a game. Yeah, that's but would you? Very...
2: But uh, like, okay, say you're sitting on those on them like on in those seats, would you do it if it benefited your team?
1: I still don't think I would. I respect the game, bitch. What am I gonna like, like? No, I wouldn't do that. So, so like Luke Voigt's going in for a foul ball, going to get the fuck away <laughs> with him? I don't think so. He's going to run me over. But you one. could
2: be a savior. You could like you could be you could have an impact no. on the game that would benefit That's your team. Drunk
1: shot through your process after like <laughs> three Nickelodeon lights. How the fuck would you benefit the game? The worst thing you could do is you would be fan interference. If you really did something, if someone if the player's yeah, but you going could give a player.
2: It. You can give like uh, I, like I'm I'm trying to think of a, the circumstance where okay, say a player gets a free base, right? You could right. you could give a you could give up you could put a player in scoring position. It could be uh you could be in a hunt for the pen in the for the pennant and you could help your team.
1: Nah, I think that's dirty. I, don't, I think it's greasy. I, I'm not a fan of it. Let, let, let the pro athletes sort this out in the field. I don't like that type of shit. You know what I mean? That's that's up with the fan. That's up with the fan base who's like, Yo, Kevin Durant got hurt. That's good, dude. I don't like that. That's type true. Of shit. You're
2: right. You're
1: right. Let the best athletes in the world do what they do best, which is fucking play baseball, Sancholo, you asshole.
2: <laughs> this is the guy that's like begging for Bartolo Colon to get another job. <laughs> the best at, the best athletes in the world, Bartolo Colon. Well,
1: dare we say this because it'll probably be DFA'd before the episode is released, but Edwin Jackson is pitching for the Jays currently. Yeah. And you'd rather have Edwin Jackson pitching the Bortolo clone. You'd really rather have that. That's no, I,
2: I didn't say that. You're putting words in my mouth, but
1: Of course I am. That's been doing that for the past fifteen years of our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> uh did, did you see the thing with uh uh Kenley Jansen doing the intentional balk the other night? That was pretty interesting. I've no, never seen that before. I haven't
2: seen no, I haven't heard that before.
0: Somebody okay, just, how, how does somebody balk in the first place, and then how does somebody intentionally balk? We don't have time
1: for that four-hour podcast. <laughs> it's a hardcore history-length podcast.
2: <laughs> so why why did he do that, though?
1: So, because there, there was a it was a two-run lead, right? Okay, a two-run lead, two out, and he'd rather put the guy on third and not risk him stealing signs at second.
2: Oh, so kind of interesting. interesting. That is interesting. Yeah.
1: And they, apparently they were talking about that in spring training, and they've never. And they never. It was funny. If it's it's the video's online. It's funny because he completely like over exaggerates the act, and then points to the batter like, "Go get take your base." Nice. Or sorry, <laughs> to the guy in the bag. Jansen does it. Jansen. Yeah, Ken, Kenley Jansen points to the guy in second like, "Yeah, take your base over there." It's really funny. That's that's an cool. interesting. Strategy. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, and and that, and that shows you the level of fucking paranoia and the level of intelligence these players have now because. Clearly, you're switching signs, anyways. When a guy's on second, right, so they don't pick up on it. Right. But right. just in case, off chance, just in case. Yeah. Right. Tip. I mean, a, a pitcher tipping his pitches is huge, right? So, yeah. Well, some pitch.
2: some pitches are more prone to doing so than others, too, right? They don't like their signs are easier to understand than others. So,
1: I liked it. I thought it was fascinating. Why not? Right. That's so cool. Yeah.
2: I was because I was thinking like, what can possibly be the benefit? And that that's probably the only one to doing that. Because you just and obviously it's
1: very s- limited circumstances you would do such a thing. It's a two run game. It's a one run game. You're not going to put the batter ninety f- or the runner ninety feet away, from yeah. tying the game. Right. That's cool. I thought it was pretty cool. All right, so let's get into obvious. Uh, bullshit no-nos uh, at games.
2: I I just want I just want to preface by the way that I also would not reach over the stands. I was just trying to provide an argument.
0: Oh, no,
1: no, oh, you would, No, I
2: would. I definitely would not. I <laughs> would
0: not. You're, for sure. you're reaching over. You're falling over.
1: You would throw a can of Hinsu Kim. <laughs> no, You'd go in exile. Your wife, your girlfriend, would leave you. You'd be living in northern Ontario delivering pizzas. I'd rather like watch a
2: game you. in the washroom at Skydome to avoid interference. Trust me. I'm not a guy that think, likes to make a scene. I'm not a guy that likes to be with cameras on me. So,
1: right, right. I, I get, I get that for sure. I, yeah, I, I don't want to be part of that. It's not, it's not about you, right?
2: Yeah, no, I agree, 100.
0: I did want, to, I did want to ask another question specifically about pulling balls that are in play out of play as a spectator. We all watch a lot of baseball. We watch kind of around the league, right? Sure, we try to. Yeah. Do you not find that Toronto is where it happens the most?
1: Well, I feel like it's because we, I mean. We do. I do watch around the league, but who's kidding who? I obviously watch Jays games the most, so I probably see the like per capita that most happens. Who the fuck knows? If you're if you're a Reds fan, you're like, I the ballpark does happen all the time. Who knows, right? Because we are watching Jays games more than any other team, or you're watching Braves because we talked about that last time. You're a fucking pussy, but, but like, uh, <laughs> like no, I I don't think I don't think it's a distinctual Toronto problem. I don't think so. I don't think they're more savvy. In Toronto cities. does draw
2: like a weird crowd, weird crowds though, in the sense that like it's not always sports fans that are at games.
1: Yeah. But you think every, there's fucking sports fans packing in Fenway every game. I don't think so. It's a tourist destination. Australian guys, like like they, they make a destination to go to Fenway park. Right. So, yeah,
2: but I think, I think that like the, it's a more of a baseball city. Like, let's face it. Like sure. Boston's
1: a baseball yeah, I, city. But, not, I completely agree. But are you like, Like, you think 47,000 people at Dodger games are fucking baseball fans? Give me a break. No, I
2: don't. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just providing an argument's sake. That's all.
1: I think a lot of you don't need to keep saying that. Well, (laughs) because I I feel
2: like I'm the being the cunt here.
0: (laughs) Then be the cunt. We don't care. Yeah. Step up to the plate. (laughs) Hit, hit a, you know, hit a blunt up through the shift.
1: Our friends at Jezebel, I don't agree with that word that he (laughs) used. Um, So. Taking a ball from a kid, you can't do that. There was a an Orioles game recently where this guy's like fucking got a gut. He's not, he's not, you know, he's just been through the mill. He's taken, he's taken a ball out of the hands of like a nine year old kid, and then he looks at him. And he's like, "I've been here for thirty one years." <laughs> he leaves. Yeah, that's a boot. that's a
2: big. One. That's a bad look. That's oh, a that's the worst look. one to be like seen on TV for.
1: I don't even like when they catch a ball and then they like woo. And they look around like fuck that's not if you do it either. The way you do it is you catch a ball
2: and
0: you give it to a kid.
1: And then you look over your date, like, how do I volunteer again with Doctors Without Borders? Like you gotta be like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Gotta be cool. You know what I mean? Be A little suave about it. No, I think if you I think if you catch the ball by yourself, it's your prerogative to hand it off to a kid or someone 100%, around you. 100%. But if you're like if you're a grown man chasing a ball that nobody caught, just stop. Like, don't even go after it. Like, let the kids run out. Well, I, sure. I, I think
2: if there's a kid even in your vicinity, you give it to them.
1: 100%. 100%. Like, you don't even
2: yeah. c- consider keeping it. Because what are you going to do with it anyway? Put it on your fucking nightstand like a 40-year-old man?
1: Well, the difference is is that this gets into the conundrum. What happens if it's, you know, uh, like, what happens if it's... Like if a it's, pool host right, 600 right, home run. Right, right. What if it's, if well, it's that's, a monumental that's, that's thing? Di- that's that's different.
2: Bit. No, no. If it's a home run, you you keep it. Home runs are different.
1: Oh God, I actually, I actually don't even necessarily agree with that. Um, but if, it, if it's a monumental if it's, if it's a, one, if it's a monumental one, you do. It, if it's a monumental one, you still don't keep it. You give it to the player, obviously. Okay, yeah, but you don't give it to a you don't
2: give it to a child for sure. I mean, you can go go to the the uh, the gift shop and get them a baseball. Later,
1: I don't know. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. If, if it's a monumental home run, if, it's, if you're catching Cavan Biggio's first home run, you give us the, you give it to Cavan Biggio. He don't be a dick. Right? Yeah. the kid's waited his whole life to do that. Do you think there's a different precedence for home run balls and foul balls? One hundred percent. Of course, there's more, way more significance in the. If you, if you caught a foul ball by Kendris Morales, you know, I mean, that's a cool thing to do, still. But hitting it, what, getting a David Bode game winning grand slam home run that he did you know what I mean that would be nuts to have that right?
0: uh let me ask you You would still hand that off to a kid though
1: I would still hand it off to a kid yeah, yeah I, I don't uh, think with good conscience.
0: I Saint i St. Kevin Sheeler. you
2: trust me I think you feel so much better handing it to a kid than ever 100%. keeping it yourself. You'd feel so 100%. much better. Let me ask you this because this happened to Steph at a Cubs game. She was in the um she was in the stands and a, a foul ball came right and hit and fell right beside her. But she had a plate of nachos. Do you drop the plate of nachos and get the ball, or do you?
1: That's keep 17 dollars. <laughs> you know I mean,
0: personally, I dropped the plate, but I think a rational. Yeah, money, human, money bags, bags
1: coder Dave. <laughs> <laughs> a rash She's got fourteen team. escorts around him in three rows. I, I still remember. <laughs> I still.
2: I still remember Steph. Like it, Steph could have caught the ball with her nachos. She like moved the nachos out of the way so the ball didn't hit her. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of screaming fans came running for the ball. But um, yeah, I'm just, I was just curious what you guys thought about like, what you would do in that situation.
1: It's hard to say. I mean, if I've had, had a couple, I'd probably drop in the nachos. But it's ironic because you're driving the nachos to then give it to a kid. So it kind of angles out. I probably won't because I'd rather just let a kid grab it. Yeah. And
0: drop the nachos, keep the ball, pick up the nachos, and keep eating them. Just eat the nachos off a dirty Wrigley field <laughs> concourse floor. I'm not doing that at <laughs> all.
1: It's like broken peanut shells and your fucking <laughs> yeah, bring guacamole. It bring it on, bro. No, Let's it's it. fucking gross. That
2: is definitely gross.
1: I'm not doing that at all. It was
2: funny cuz it was Dar- it was Darwin Barney's fl- uh, foul ball, but uh nice. Gold Glover. Where
1: Where is where is he playing now? I
2: have no idea.
0: I think he's unsigned still.
1: Darwin Barney got this gold glove with the Cubs too, didn't yeah, he? he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm thinking when you're a away fan, harassing away fans. When I was at the uh, the White Sox game with Dave, wearing my Jays jacket, we're in the 500s, right? Where the working class sits, right? <laughs> and this guy's like, "Fuck your jacket!" I'm like, "Dude, we're like 20 games under 500. <laughs> like, relax." Yeah, I think
2: that, but that's just a bad heckle. I mean, if it's a good, clever heckle, then I'm all for it. No, no, no.
1: I, I no, I, I, I got a laugh out of it. I wasn't, I wasn't uncomfortable, but it was funny because I was looking at the seats behind me, and they have like opposing fan harassment, like things you could text if it gets out of hand, which is really funny to me. That is can that, that And that could happen easily at certain stadiums. You could, like, as an opposing fan, have you seen the Jays on the road and anything's ever got to that point where or you saw someone be fucked? I, I thought it was, I, who's getting who? You're wearing an opposing jacket or sweater or shirt and someone's talking trash. That's you kind of inviting that. I don't. I don't. I don't object to that. I think it's kind of funny, right? Yeah. I just. Like, I just I think
2: it's done. It can be done in poor taste, right? Like I, I always hate it when I hear the heckle. Fuck the other team. Like it's just like it's not a good. It's not a good. Like heckle. It's not clever. It's not funny. It no, just seems very angry and like misdirected. The uh, laziest
1: heckle is when they're like they start saying USA. Oh, it's like, the worst. Yeah. When like a Dominican guy just hit a three-run home run. <laughs> you know what I mean? For the team. Like it's like. Go fuck yourself, dude.
0: Did you guys ever see that video? This isn't baseball related, but it's opposing fan related. Uh, it was during the Stanley Cup playoffs when the Boston fan got harassed outside of the Scotiabank Center, as it's now called. Uh, and they ended up ripping his jersey off and lighting it on fire.
1: And that's fucked. I didn't hear about that.
0: Yeah. So it was like after the Leafs won, there's like this Boston fan trying to like get to like the go station. And there's like these... Oh, yeah. I saw that, David. They end up like ripping his jersey off and like lighting it on fire, and the kid just like runs away.
1: That's fucked. Yeah, Yeah. I. Well, there was some. There was a father who got brain damage at like a Dodgers game, right? Yeah, it was a San Francisco Giants fan. Yeah, permanent brain damage. Like that's, you're out of of your fucking mind. (laughs) That's fucked.
0: Sports, sports are fun, but they're not that serious.
1: No, this is entertainment. I, 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 I.
0: I'm so glad that like no one's doing that right now at Jays games. Like yeah. see a kid with an Angels jersey on. <laughs> I, I I went to an Edmonton Eskimos game one time. I was
2: uh, wearing a Cats jersey, and they lost. And uh, and a guy guy comes up to me after the game. He's like, "Ha ha, you fucking faggot!" <laughs> I was like, "Jesus
1: Christ!" That's how they do it after <laughs> a couple of
0: Lakers. I know. I'm like, <laughs> a couple. God, g- I love Alberta. Yeah.
2: I was like, okay. <laughs>
1: That guy's happy with his life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is a good segue to uh,
1: bring up our next topic, which would be
0: jerseys and uniforms.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. We're talking about best, worst. Best, worst, favorites, what
0: you like, what you don't like. Some trends that have come and gone. Right. Well, let's talk. An open discussion on jerseys. Let's let talk me, about the worst. Let me, uh, let's go let me tell list. you a
2: trend I hate. Can I tell you that? The Please do. Pinstripes. I, th- I think a, I think it's an I think it's an I think it's a you see it co- fun. Do you
1: even like baseball?
2: I don't like. <laughs> I think a Yankee. Then I
1: don't like hot dogs, batting gloves, it's <laughs> fun.
2: Yankees pinstripe jerseys are ugly, in my opinion.
1: What the fuck are you talking about? I'm- okay, I'll give him that. I don't like the Yankees There's pinstripes. There, what am I even, even do- doing a podcast with? Like, <laughs> complete fucking idiots. I'll
0: respect the history of the Yankees pinstripes, but the Colorado pinstripes are the best pinstripes in the league.
2: I just, I just think, I, just think I, I, I look at the Yankees ones. I'm like, those are stupid. No, it's not a stupid what? opinion. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's truth, man. It's
1: fucking dumb. That's one of the nicest uniforms of all time in, in, in all sports. 100. Yankees are I the most just, Yankees. Boring uniforms.
2: They're boring. They're, they're.
1: You're I, fucked. If you didn't, if that uniform didn't exist, that sets the trend for all. Of it. That's like the Chuck Berry of fucking sports uniforms. Give me a goddamn break. And the fact that you would say the Rockies.
2: I didn't say that.
1: Oh my God! That's like saying like my favorite Jay Z song is when he collaborates with Lincoln Park. That's my favorite. It's like, what I did you talk- love that album. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> no, this, that's that's complete horseshit. Well,
2: what, what do you what do you like about the Yankees? What do you like about them? Yeah, what do you like about? They're
1: them? They're just iconic. You you when you look at it, you're like you're watching baseball. You're watching. Oh, they're old. Because like, oh, they're old. You're watching it. Yeah, I don't. what, 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 what are, well, I also we also grew up in that era where they were like their dynasty of like the 90s, right? You're getting into baseball and like it's intense and you're seeing that uniform and it's synonymous with like competitiveness and like the upper echelon of baseball. So you're like, you're watching as a Jays fan. You're like, we got to get to that level. I'm not saying the Jays should ever emulate that. I don't want the Jays to get pinstripes, but I just respect that it's an iconic uniform. I fucking hate the Yankees. I don't want them to do well. So you know it can mean?
2: be iconic, but it doesn't mean it's like good. I got to no. I-
1: because iconic is iconic for a reason what that's like, that's ridiculous do you think
0: their uh, their mandate about not having facial hair and like being clean cut plays into your desire and love of the yankees i workforce? don't
1: like that i i think it's nuts that they look the other way of domestic abuse and then they can have someone with facial but don't have facial hair by all means i we can a guy who slaps around his wife and then shoots off rounds fine but the second you start to go a little stubble, get off this fucking bus, right? I no, I, I think that's ridiculous.
2: I I could get behind, and yeah, I, I agree with that. But I, I could get behind pinstripes if they weren't pants and shirt. Maybe if the ch- pants were a solid color. No, it'd be dude, generally,
1: you're wrong. You don't even fucking get it at all. No, I get it. I, mean, I'm I get it. It's fucking a guy who wears Crocs like four days a week. He's giving fashion tips of the New York Yankees. I,
2: I I don't wear Crocs. I'm just saying that I don't I don't like pinstripes. I just think. Would you wear a pinstripe shirt? No, because it looks
0: bad. I'm,
1: not, I'm not. Yeah, but I'm not playing for the New York Yankees. What the fuck? that's the whole point. I wanna No,
0: no. Think about like just Really think about how bad out. Like if you don't like pinstripes when they're pants and shirts, think about when it's just shirt. I just
2: think it. I just think it. They, I think they look silly regardless when they wear pinstripes. All
0: right. I just
2: you think know, they look like honest, ch- like children, uh, uh, children playing little league. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but that's the whole fucking point. This is a kids' game, you idiot. That's the whole point. Baseball is an entertainment. It's a kids. I think they should be wearing a fucking three-piece suit when they play baseball. They look more distinguished. What are you talking about, Gentile? I
2: just don't like pinstripes. It's nothing. This, you're getting too upset about this.
1: Let's talk about baseball uniforms that are actually trash. The Rockies when they have the sle- like the, the vest, the, vests. the vest, not fair. The vest, hate the vest. Okay,
0: counter
2: vest is very little league. You see that in little league a lot, actually. The vest thing. That's a good point. Little
0: kids wear vests. I don't like it. I this looks trash. The Diamondbacks throwbacks, like their original uniforms, were vests. How do you feel about those? And they had they pin had stripes. pinstripes too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't care. For, I don't care for the vests. i do not a vest guy. No? I like how the Reds are doing their all their retro uniforms this year. Have you seen those? They, they look, look fucking good. They look great. Yeah, yeah, they look really nice.
0: 2019 Reds are the best looking Reds.
1: We need to talk about the biggest bombshell of uniforms because we're, we're, we can meander all day about oh, the Padres, that camo fucking uniform. It's terrible. Let's not right? talk
0: about camo uniforms at all because everyone hates them.
1: Camo uniforms are terrible. To, to paraphrase a David Cross album, it's like, you know, you got to escape that thick jungle brush <laughs> of New York City. But in that case, Petco Park it looks fucking dumb. I, and I get that it, there's there's army bases there, and I'm not some super leftist guy that's like, oh, the army shouldn't exist. But I also don't think you should like, you know, they changed that though this drone. year,
0: right? I think they they're not.
1: You probably, yeah, you probably shouldn't drop a drone on like a you know in Yemen on like a like a wedding party. That's probably bad. I mean, depending on who's getting married, right? If Davidson Hayes getting married, then adios. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, but like in general, that's gross. I, I so I don't I don't like the militarization of the in sports. I'm not a fan of that. But I also sympathize with people. They too. brought
2: in the poppy this year, I think, instead of uh camo, right? Didn't they? Like they put it a-
1: No, that you we're talking that was for Memorial Day, which I find interesting because isn't the poppy like a Canadian British thing? Yeah. I, I don't really have, I was that was weird to me, but I'm an idiot. I always find anything. it weird
0: that they don't have like they do something on the eleventh, but they don't call it Remembrance Day. Then they have Memorial Day, which is in like May. Right. Uh, Americans are weird, man. Well, no, they're just.
1: <laughs> that's the, they do different things. They're weird. That culture wears different clothes, Jamie. They must be weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very weird. Um, uh, no, but like I, I, understand apparently there's like naval bases in San Diego and st- or, or army bases. fucking point,
0: Kev Yeah,
2: San Diego is a major like military city. I think.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> okay, but let's get to the real. Let's get to the real.
0: So, what is your favorite jersey then? That's what I'm. No, no, he's going to talk about the the biggest offense. Of oh, jerseys.
1: okay, okay. The biggest offensive jerseys is the bombshell that Nike is taking over for Majestic next year, and the fucking Nike swoop is going to be on the jersey on the front of the fucking logo on the on like on the left side of the like on the chest. It's going to be a Nike logo over the iconic Yankee logo. That's fucked up. I wonder if the Yankees will actually do that. Uh, if you go on like Uniwatch.com, they've like they've leaked that.
2: Oh really? What's it going
1: to sell? And it's interesting because if you notice, majestic Nike doesn't like every team wears the majestic logo. The Yankees do not have the majestic logo. Do you think Nike would let that happen? That's my good question. That's my question. I imagine they have a lot more scratch put into this deal. But I gotta tell you, I like Nike. I buy Nike shoes. I just I'm willing to look the other way. But a 12 year old Taiwanese child <laughs> assembling this, working 12 hours a day, seven days a week for a cute girl at a bar to be like, "Nice shoes," right? I'm like, I'm I have no integrity about that even, but in the sense that the fact that that's on like the front of the Jersey is bullshit. The, 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 like we, we just watched the NBA playoffs. The fucking NBA jerseys look fucking trash. Now you got the, you got the Nike logo on the one side, you got a sun life logo on the other side. That looks fucking bullshit. Am I out of my mind? That looks terrible.
2: It doesn't, it really, I don't know. It doesn't really bother me.
1: You probably watch European soccer. Don't you? Uh,
2: No, I don't, but I've seen like, I'll even see people wearing like, um, like soccer jerseys and it, it, it i think those look bad but like a little logo on, on the top corner it's it's not the big biggest deal i mean
1: oh, it, it bothers is. you eh, look, look, <laughs> that much it, i i don't even want it at all on the on the jersey but just put it on the side you know what i mean like put it on the, like the on sleeve. sleeve yeah idea. And make it small. It's like really pronounced. It's not about you. You're just fucking selling them. Like you know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't like that at all. And again, I, I think Nike makes good stuff. And I like the expression of players on the field wearing weird shoes, wearing Nike, you know, kicks and stuff like that. Looks all great stuff. But we're just talking about the logo in general. Just have it more neutral. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. I don't
0: really care for that. Did you guys see when Nike took over the NBA jerseys? How the first like probably the first month or two, like jerseys were ripping in game and like they just made a much worse quality jersey. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And like LeBron complained about it all the time. You see, like if you look up LeBron Nike jersey, it's like him holding his Cavs jersey, like all ripped. And in- like during gameplay, be like, what the fuck? Like, so hopefully they learned something from that going into the uh, the baseball uniforms. But if they go into it with the same amount of like lack of respect for the quality of their items we're gonna see probably a lot of the same stuff like pants ripping and shorts like unbuttoning and shit like
1: that doesn't concern me i don't give a shit about as a fan i just don't want to see that. Like, i i and i honestly don't want the, the do you think eventually like the sponsored ads are going to be on the yeah journalism? it's just oh, a matter yeah, of yeah, time absolutely. for sure and you don't give a shit you don't think that that's oh, the problem? no i, I think, think it sucks fun. but
2: i i mean it's business so i understand
1: I'm not even the super like leftist guy like the capitalism. Why? <laughs> like I don't even live in that world. But Jesus, I fucking mean, there's, Christ! Is everything there's everything.
2: There's logos all over the fucking baseball diamond. Like I
1: know, and it, and and it already yeah, looks trash. I don't it like just, that it's either. Just
2: is what it is, I guess.
1: Well, if you notice, when they did the Mexican series, when the Angels played in uh, in Mexico, they had. Ford logos on the side of their helmets, and it looked like fucking trash. I hated it. I didn't see that. So bad. It looks so tacky, and it looks to because to me it looks like Winky dink. You're a fucking billion dollar industry. You don't need to Mm -hmm. have that. It's greed, and it's disgusting. A little
0: bit, a little extra profit.
1: A little extra scratchola, right? But I don't. I don't think it's worth it. So, what is
2: your? I want to know what your favorite jersey is, Kev, because like I'm curious where you would rank a Yankees jersey in regards to others.
1: I don't really. I don't really have ranks um, but I do love the iconic jerseys. I love the Yankee jersey. I love the uh I love the Dodgers jersey that classic Yeah, right I love right that too. It's fucking mm-hmm. unbelievable. Unbelievable. You gonna put a Nike swoosh on the front of the Yankee somewhere or sorry the Dodgers on white? Go fuck yourself. I, I think I'll like like just that at forget all.
2: about it in a few years anyway. It's, it's gonna be something you'll forget. Mm-hmm.
1: I still don't forget the four pitch walk. It pisses me off when they do the intentional walk and they just give it to them. I don't like. No, it. I don't.
2: That's true. I don't fan. like that either. But that's 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 different.
1: So it still annoys me. It still annoys mm-hmm. me when it happens.
0: I don't think it's like if you allow like their is to slowly show advertisements on the jerseys to slowly bring it in. Right. Like European the, sports have always been like no one cared that like you know Barclays started putting big fucking logos across the chest I of the players it. because they're still wearing their colors and the colors were all that mattered. Whereas in North American sports, it's all about the logo. The team right. has a logo. The
1: team is the business. It takes it away from the jersey itself. I don't like it. I I, I fucking hate it. And I do know this is insane. I, like I, I think it's an insane thing to be on my high horse about. <laughs> I realize that, but no, it's gross. It's it sets the standard. And yeah, they and I don't even. I personally, I don't even like the 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 new era like logos on the side of the caps. I think that looks dumb. I haven't bought a cap since. I like I have stuff, and I, that's not the end of the world. Because at least it's on the side. It's not overly pronounced. But what's on the front of the goddamn jersey, I don't, I, I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all.
0: So you like Dodgers white? You like the Yankees? What I, I, like?
1: Love, uh, I love the Baltimore Orioles jerseys. I think they have great... like fantastic. Current ones, right? One, yeah, 100%. Not the Cal Ripken, real-looking bird ones? Those are yeah. fine, too. But I, I, yeah, the current, the current logo is phenomenal. Their home whites are great. That's a gorgeous-looking yeah, yeah. stadium. That's just a, a gorgeous aesthetic for a baseball team.
2: I love the uh, the Giants. the Giants cream color.
0: I love that one. Love it! I'm so glad you brought up cream because I think the St. Louis cream that says St. Louis on it. And got oh the
2: yeah, birds. That, like the that's more, great. That's one with the that's one with the blue like the, no, that's not the blue. That's the Phillies uh, cream one. I'm I, do,
1: what do you guys feel about blue jerseys? I like those too. Like I like the Cardinals blue jersey.
0: I don't care for the Cardinals blue jerseys. I like the Phillies blue jerseys because those are nice. It's it's a baby blue, but it's like what just out of nowhere they decided to have blue jerseys, and then they got rid of them.
2: Yeah, I, I like the red and white. I just like the red and white with the with the Cardinals. I like the trend personally. of those
1: blue jerseys through that era when the teams had that. that. I, the, I think that looks kind of cool. I'm into it.
2: That was very trendy like back in the day, I guess, eh, in that right. time. I the Jays kind of had a ba- they had the baby blue uniforms when they were came into the league, right? But the
1: Jays would always make sense being the Blue Jays, but I know what you mean. It was very yeah. uh, like The Royals also had.
0: The Royals never used royal blue until like I think 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, that's funny.
0: And now the blue Jays is royal blue as well.
2: Yeah, like when the wasn't it like the final four teams when the Jays made the ALCS? It was the Royals, the Dodgers, the Jays, and there was another team. They all had Royal Blue hats. I think it was another one. I can't remember the fourth team, but
1: the
0: Mets. The Mets, that's right. That's what it would have been that year. Yep. Yeah, that's was- right.
1: And that was the the five games. The fucking Royals beat the Mets in five games in city field. That meltdown. Oh, inning. man. Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> the Mets got bad quick again, eh? Like, holy shit.
1: I, I like, I like, I, yeah, it's kind of funny because the Mets went all in and they are just trash. My goodness. Mm, they sure went all in, man. But, but, and, but, and they they didn't, they looked at the run differential and were like, ah. Eh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, they well, our starting pitching has never been healthy, but it'll be this year, right? That's, it was a weird gamble, and on paper, it's like one of the most fearsome starting
0: pitching rotations, right? Right, but like none of them, like one of them would show up.
1: Do you think? Do you think Thor is ever like Syndergaard's ever going to be the dominant ace again? Yeah. I hope he does. He's he, he, got to go to like Pittsburgh cool us <laughs> yeah, figure it out. Get the J hap,
0: yeah, clinic. Yeah. Of, so Ed Searage is the pitching coach in Pittsburgh, and he fucking
1: transforms pitchers. They're doing Pittsburgh's doing so well this year, too. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just just crushing that NL actually the NL Central's a very fun division to watch right now because the Reds, who are in last place, are only like four or five games behind.
1: It sucks when you look at the AL or sorry, the NL East. You're like, every team is gonna be in except for Miami. But then the Washington shit the bet again? What the fuck's happening? I doesn't Surprise me at all. It does surprise me. Their pitching staff is great. Scherzer is like the guy.
0: Patrick Corbin's pitching well. Yeah, I'm sure Strasburg's pitching well too, but it's Scherzer's
2: it's like... it's unfortunate that Scherzer might not ever win a World Series if he's sta- if he's going to stay with. I heard rumors Washington. today
1: that he might be dealt. He might be dealt. Oh, really? Well, oh, because if if they want to deal Scherzer, they have to do so after before the the trade deadline in July, or else he has this, like he can't. W- that he has a no-trade clause after this year. And he has two more years on his contract. So if a team like the Yankees wants to go, fuck it, we'll flex our financial muscles and we'll take Max Scherzer, that could potentially happen. And that would be an absolute
0: nightmare, right? Yeah, that would I can see that
1: Honestly, I can see that happening. I could see, see Madison Bumgarner going to the Yankees. Uh, he might go to the Twins. But let's stay away from this topic because we don't
0: know when this episode's going to be out. So we can all be wrong. Well,
1: I hope it's at least next week. Hi, this is Ken
0: Griffey Jr. Let's play Major League Baseball. Call call me, Junior. call me, call me, call me, call me, call me, Oh, we're talking about
1: we're talking about uh, uniform faux pas. So we talked about Hunter Pence. He has the highest. We thought he had the highest, and then Rudan Ordur. That fucking over the shit ball. I know, as
2: as if we couldn't hate him anymore, eh? Like fuck.
1: You really realize the ratio of how this uniform looks good because he looked like shit with that thing on. It
0: looks like he was wearing
1: short shorts. Kevin's gonna Will fight you, Rumen. What
0: is he a white guy, vegan from downtown Toronto? Like, get those shorts on. One hundred
1: percent. You, you, to touch our savior, Jose Batista, and how dare you? Right, the crown prince. Are Kawhi Leonard?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should talk about the Jays jerseys because they really are spectacular. They won't change for the next
0: fifty years, man.
2: When when you talk about like a rebranding, they like could they have done it any more perfectly? I don't know if it's like is there there anything that we
0: would change about it? Currently, no,
1: no. I, I think it's I think it looks good. I think I'm I'm a fan absolutely. I'm a fan of it. That's the only thing Rogers has done well. Uh, yeah head roger stature down fucking right now <laughs> yeah they're like, throwing in a fire
2: like even the double stencil font is like so iconic now with the j's it's i love
0: it
1: honestly gun to my head though i still prefer the original uniforms to this one but this is the best thing they possibly could have done for a relaunch of it the, yeah the current uniforms are really just a modern
0: rebranding of the classic uniforms what yeah. I'm really upset about is that they don't have days where they wear the classic uniforms. Well, they
1: used to do the flashback Fridays. What's interesting, you they mentioned that, that
0: with like Doc Holiday, but that's when they had the shitty black jerseys.
1: No, but yeah, yeah, and also you when you it should be a rule when you wear the flashback jerseys, you can't wear them baggy. Roy Holiday, you know, is pictured. No one's talking, but wearing them baggy, it looks weird. It yeah, he, the, he wears all the pant leg all the way down too, right? So yeah, when the Mets do that too, when they wear like the retro ones with the lines down the pants, those phenomenal uniforms and they're wearing them like blue, sir, It doesn't look good. It just take. it just looks out of place. Um, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's Canada this year or it's July 4th, but the Jays are wearing their original logo on a red cap. It's very strange. That's oh, I don't like good.
2: that. I don't like that. I've always hated the red Canada Jay jerseys.
1: I'm not a patriotic guy and i don't care for the red jerseys but i'll concede to it on canada day if people fucking want it i guess i hated when they were wearing it every sunday for the 150th that was bullshit that was very bad and then <laughs> yeah, they stopped wearing annoying. it they stopped wearing it half like like near the end of the season because they always lost they literally the players came together and were like we can't wear these jerseys anymore just hilarious but yeah they're literally wearing the the lo- old logo on the red i like how people that listen to this podcast the first <sighs> Five minutes, and like, this is really funny. And they're like, oh, it's actually a baseball vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I heard Chucholo has a,
0: a little announcement he wants to make. Oh, that's okay. A <laughs> little uh, bombshell.
1: <laughs> hey guys, my name is Kev Sheeler. You've been just listening to a really funny online podcast called Kevy's Country Breakfast, and you're thinking to yourself, ah, how can I get more? Well, it's easy. Go online. Netscape Navigator pop right into online websites and type in facebook.com and say, hey, I'll be a friend of Kev Sheeler, Kevin Cincholo, and Dave Smith Hayes. But that's not all. You can go to other websites online. You can go access uh Instagram.com and you can go on Instagram.com and look up Dave Smith Hayes, Kev Sheeler, and Kevin Cincholo on that website as well. Or Twitter. I'm on we're on that website at, at Kev Sheeler at at Kevin Chincholo and Dave, just search up Dave Smith Hayes. You get online content from DaveSmithHayes.com on Dave Smith Hayes' website, DaveSmithHayes.com. Bye.